Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lean Ray. I'm LaDerek Rio. I'm Aaliyah. And today we're going to talk about family and marriage. Yes, we are. Thank you guys for listening in. Make sure you are liking, sharing, subscribing, and rating us so that we can pop up when you guys are looking for a nice podcast to listen to. So, Meghan Markle, the royal family is how we're going to pop this thing off. Because for me, I just feel like I believe Megan. I don't feel like she has a reason to lie. I believe Megan and Harry. They don't have a reason to lie. They get nothing from lying. They've already renounced all of their holes on the royal family. They're not getting any money from them. Like, they don't, they don't get anything out of speaking out and speaking their truth. So I believe them. And it just sucks that you want to marry somebody for love and your brother was able to marry somebody for love and she was a commoner, but because she was white and that Megan is mixed, but because she's half black, they're treating her differently, treating her poorly. And it's very sad. And just knowing the history of Queen Elizabeth, I believe it. Like, I I believe it. I don't have a doubt in my mind that what Megan and Harry are saying is true. I love that Megan and Harry are standing by each other. And it's just unfortunate that the royal family has decided that they're going to oust them and to treat them this way. And then, I don't know, uh, Ray, did you see their little comment that they sent today saying that they um, feel pain for how Harry and Megan felt and they are going to try to figure this out within the family? And that's all they said. That's all they said. They didn't take any accountability, of course. Who expected them to take accountability? But it just goes to show that you got to make sure that you're marrying somebody that both of y'all are going to ride or die for each other. And I love the fact that Harry has stood by his wife and supported his wife. And that, you know, Megan has supported her husband. Because I can only imagine how hard it was for Harry to decide to leave his family. Like, even though he loves his wife, it's still hard to leave what you know. Yeah. Even though you what you know is wrong, that's still hard. Like, I can only imagine what him and his brother's relationship is like now. Because, you know, we're on the outside looking in, and they seem to be pretty close. But now, because your wife is being treated poorly, you have to choose your wife over your family. And your family put you in that position. Mm-hmm. That freaking sucks. And I just hope, you know, I just pray that they're going to be covered and that what happened to Rest in Peace Princess Diana does not happen to them because I still feel like something fishy happened with the way she passed. Yeah, totally. Like, and it's very unfortunate. And I hope that one day the royals wake up because they've worked hard to try to modernize themselves, but they're still living in the past age. And you have to realize that now people are going to marry who they love. And you have to be okay with that. You do. I just personally feel like that's a big step. Mm-hmm. When you literally say, you know what? It's us versus them. Woo. And because a lot of people will not choose you over their family. Their yeah. family comes first. And it all... It, it makes you feel like, okay, so what am I? Yeah. Am I not your family? We're married. We're a family. 
Yeah. I'm your inner I'm your immediate family at this at point. At this point, yeah. I'm your immediate family. They're yeah. no longer your immediate family. Exactly. And people don't really understand like when you marry someone, you take those vows for better or for worse. Before God. And it really shows your true character how you interact with your family members versus how you allow them to treat your Significant, significant other. other. Yeah. So like, it it doesn't make sense to me. Like, and I and I and I applaud Harry for sticking up for his wife because I feel like in the marriage that's what you're supposed to do for Absolutely. your significant other. Like, we always see people who say, "Oh, I chose my uh, you over my family," and blah blah blah, and not and I just be like, you have to understand. Like, people do that. But they don't be in the best situations to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing this on a hope and a prayer. That it works out. That, that it works working. out and it's going to work and it's going to be, you know, the best decision. But it was already rocky. You, Your family was telling you, hey, we just don't like this person for you. And you chose this person. But when it's a blatant disrespect and this person has done nothing to your family. Nothing. Has never shown you that they don't love you. They don't respect you or anything like that. That's when you have to take a step back and be like, you know what? This and is they my gave family. up everything. Yeah, she gave they up don't her acting career. Nothing. She yeah. gave up everything to be with him. Moved across the country. I mean, across the world. Like, And it's like people don't understand. They want to say, oh, you know, she's a drama queen. Oh, she's being a big baby. Oh, this, oh, that. Nobody would want to be treated like that. But at the end of the day... If that was you and you were in that situation nine times out of ten, you would fold. Yeah. Because you don't know what it takes to live the experience of someone. People always sit here and say, oh, make people have a certain privilege about themselves because a lot of them can pass for white and a lot of black people don't consider them black. and all that. But also at the same time, a lot of white people don't consider them white either. That's very true. It's, you got, what is it, what is it, one ounce of black and you're yeah. black. And it's like... You have to understand that they're in their own little special category when it comes to how they have to move in society. Black people don't accept them. White people don't accept them. I remember going to school and I had a lot of kids that were mixed at my school and you you literally saw the phases. They would go through a phase where they wanted to be whitewashed. They did. They straightened their hair. Mm-hmm. They wore typical white people clothes. They hung around only white people. Then they got to a, pay, a point in their lives where like, you know what? I'm black. I may have a white parent, but I'm black. Yeah. And then you would see like their evolution of their of their, their personality and their character. And I just feel like it was entirely disgusting to have a conversation with someone that's pregnant to say, I wonder how, you know what skin tone what the skin child tone is gonna your be. child is gonna be because you're black. Why First does that matter? All, it doesn't matter. That baby can be black as black or white from the land of caucus. Who the fuck cares? But the fact that they said that he wasn't going to be a prince and he wasn't going to get security. Are you kidding me? My child is not going to get security and he's not going to be a prince? Why not? His daddy is a prince. Why would he not be a prince? That's like, never happened ever. Rules. All of Kate's kids are princes and princesses. Exactly. So why, why can't Megan's kids be princes? What what are you like, and they're not gonna get security? So what the hell are you saying? You're saying you want something to happen to those kids? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And it's it's just like 
Why are y'all doing this? Are y'all doing this to take the spotlight off of the son who was cool with Epstein? Who was mm-hmm. dealing with all the underage women and the sex trafficking? Is that right? Talk about that? him. Y'all want to talk about Megan and her blackness and the stuff that she got going on when the girl just simply is in love, trying to lo- love her husband, love her child, and be happily married. And even in the interview, she still protected the royal family. It exactly. was Harry that said, "My daddy said this, my brother said that, my grandma said this." He was, Harry was like, oh, no, no, no. These are the receipts, honey. And that's the kind of person that you have to marry, man or woman. You need to make sure you are, and I hope to God and pray that I marry somebody that's going to rot for me like that. That is going, that doesn't matter, doesn't care what their family says, that they know me. Because that's the thing, like, you, when you know your partner, nobody can tell you anything. And this is funny because I'm kind of dealing with this a little bit. So it's like. Nobody can tell your partner anything when they know who you are. Mm-hmm. When they know who you are, it's like, I don't care what other people said. I know you. They're just they're just whatever. They're just words. It's just comments. Everybody has a damn opinion. Who cares? Now, don't be stuck on stupid. But... Now, that's <laughs> we are definitely not saying that. But, like, so, like, for you, Ray, like, how important is your family's blessing? Well, because you're already married. So like, but you know, you know, we always, I try to like, always try to, you know, get your general opinion on things. So like, how important was your family's opinion or maybe their blessing on your union? So when I got married, I didn't tell anybody. Like my mom knew. Yeah, I'm still mad. My cousins knew. Like my friends. You knew. No, I did not. You didn't? You sent me a photograph. Oh, And was like, I got married. And I was like. My man. (laughs) Oh, that's what you did today. And this is the dinner, Aaliyah, so yeah. I made sure I was there. I bought, a, I bought, I think I bought him like a bunch of different like various gift cards yeah. because I didn't know. So I couldn't buy a quality damn gift. <laughs> I was very hurt. I mean, it was like. I don't care. When you, we had the conversation. You didn't care about me. <laughs> when him and I had the conversation. <laughs> yeah. We literally said it doesn't matter. It's just us two. This is what we want. And this but your parents do. knew him, right? My parents knew him, but I didn't care like about anything else. Gotcha. It wasn't, you know. Oh, this. He didn't need to ask to formal there. permission. No. No. I want my husband to ask formal permission. That's so cute to me. Like, I would like to marry your daughter. I think, like, the only thing that I regret about that day is the fact that my mom wasn't there. Yeah. Because she had a uh, training to go to. And it was, of course, it was last minute. Like, it was something that we decided to do. And, um, sure. <laughs> it was. Whatever. Like, literally, one day we said, we're going to get married on the 21st. Two weeks later. And, like, we kept it a secret because... You didn't want nobody we to didn't talk nobody, you out of it? Yeah. Like I told certain people, and after that one, after one person said, "Is this what you want to do?" Is this then it made you not want to share it with anybody else. It made me not want to share it with anybody else. So I just kept it to I myself. I respect it. I respect it. And so, I mean, that's like my only regret that I, my mom wasn't there. So I plan on making up for that. Oh, he better make up for it. I can't wait for this wedding, honey, In y'all. December. That's when I'm gonna let it go. So. That's when I'm gonna let it go. 2022, right? Or just here. We might do it this year. Hey, whatever it is, Beach that's <laughs> that's when I'm that's when I'm going to forgive him. When I get to walk down the aisle in my dress 
and I get to throw him a bachelor party, that's when I'll let it go. But until then, I'm still upset about it. But you, so their blessing was not important to you. No, it wasn't important. For me, my their blessing is kind of important to me just because I'm a little old fashioned in certain ways. Like I like certain old fashioned like customs. And so like I want my husband, well, whoever wants to marry me, I want them to be like, to ask for permission. Like I want that. Like I want them to have that talk with my parents to make sure that they're ready for this responsibility or to make sure that they're ready to be with me forever because I know I'm I know I'm a big personality. So I want to make sure you know you're talking to the people who know me inside and out like not even just like my dad or my mom like talk to my friends make sure I just want the person whoever to marry me to make sure they're ready because I don't want to get married to get divorced. So like if we date for a while, I'm okay with that to make sure that you know this is where you want to be because if we're do- if I'm saying vows in front of God, like bump anybody else who's there, whatever whatever, like I'm sitting there in front of you and we're both deciding to commit to each other. And that means no matter what happens, I'm committed to you. And so I take that seriously and I hope that my partner would take that seriously, you know, as well. So I would hope that they would want to talk to people who know me inside and out so they can make sure this is what they want to do. Because you can't leave me once you sign it out of line, baby. And I'm not changing my name back, period. And you're not going nowhere, period. So, like, what if... <laughs> so let's say, like, what if your you and your significant other in there and your family get into an argument? What do you do in that situation? Like, do you stay out of it? Do you intervene? Like, how do you deal with, like, have you ever had to deal with, like, your family and your significant other, like, disagreeing on Mm -hmm. something? How do you, if you care to share, like, how do you maneuver through that? So, my dad and Moses don't get along. Okay. (laughs) At all. I'm not going to go into the details about what happened, (laughs) but... (laughs) Yeah, the funniest day of my life. (laughs) But... I mean, I just, I've never wanted them to be in the same room. Oh. After that moment, I was like, nah. Because my dad's the type of person, he's going to avoid you, he's not going to speak. Moses is the type of person, you look at him a certain way, you say something wrong, he's going to feel attacked, and he's going to say something. So my whole thing was, don't ever have them in the same room. Is that hard for you? I mean, sometimes, yes. And like me and Moses had a conversation, I kind of, and I, I really told him how I felt about the situation because I never really said anything about it. I just kind of let it be what it was. You know, I feel like when things happen within your family, I love you know that you want to stick up for your significant other. I get that. I wholeheartedly respect that. But there are certain things that you shouldn't comment on and you shouldn't say, and that. You should just let the family deal with because they can, your husband or your wife can say something to their family and they can bounce back. Um, but the moment you, as an outsider, say something, the damage is done. It's never going to be, you know, smoothed over. It is what it is. Like those feelings will always be there. That disconnect will forever be there because you crossed a boundary that didn't need to be crossed. Yeah. And so him and I had to have that conversation where I felt, when I told him, I said, I really feel like if you're going to let me 
not well not if you're gonna let me but if i'm in a situation where something is happening with my family and i feel a certain type of way i understand you want to be protective and you want to make sure my opinion is being heard and that my feelings are being considered there's a certain way you go about things yeah so cussing out somebody isn't the way that you go about it. taking shots at somebody isn't the way that you go about it because certain things were said to you in confidence, in confidence. and you can't throw that back up in that person's face because you didn't experience that right you can't comment on something like i would never comment on anything going on with his family so you know have that same understanding when it comes to mine yeah i agree like that one thing happened to, I remember I told a boyfriend, like, how, like, me and my dad didn't have a good relationship. And then when me and him got into an argument, he used it against me. And it hurt. Because I was like, damn, like, I told you that in confidence. Like, I told you that thinking that you would understand how I feel or, like, you would be there for me as support. And then when we get upset with each other, you use that against me. And it sucked. And it made me feel like, damn, like, Maybe I can't share those inner thoughts with another person because then they're going to just turn around and use them against me. Mm-hmm. And that feeling, that feeling is not comfortable. That feeling sucks. But I think that all goes back to making sure you pick the right partner and you talk about your boundaries. And because for me, my instance is different because it was used against me privately. But what happened with yours is you told them something they, it was used publicly. Um... But that's something you can work on. But my situation is like you got to make sure you pick the right partner before you get married. Oh, yes. Because you don't want to pick somebody that chooses to throw your childhood trauma in your face. Because that's definitely not okay at all. I've never, like I think I told y'all before, my mom has never liked anybody I've ever dated, seriously. (laughs) And I feel like that's so sad to say that she never liked anybody. But. I want her to like them. Like, she doesn't... I don't need my mom to say, yes, Leah, this is the person you should marry, da, da, da. But I would want her to at least like them. I want them to be able to have conversations because if we're going to be together for the rest of our lives, I want to be comfortable with you being around my family. And I want them to feel comfortable with being around my family. Like, I don't want my husband to be uncomfortable with being around my mom or for him to feel like my mom doesn't like him. Like, I definitely don't want that because... My mom is not somebody who's going to hide her feelings. If she don't like you, you're going to know. You want to know how you're going to know? Because she's going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And don't ask her if she like you, because then she's going to tell you everything about how she feels. So I want I want there to be, like, a mutual respect between both parties because both people love me. But I, want, I definitely would like for my mom to like the person. And if there was ever a problem, I would want to at least be given the opportunity to be able to handle it before my significant other handles it because like you said there's different family dynamics that that person is not privy to so um yeah exactly I don't think so marriage is hard though yeah it is and <laughs> you go lie it is it's a lot of work you have to literally wake up every day and choose to think about only that day you can't let what happened yesterday, two months ago, a year ago, what's going to happen tomorrow, two years from now, influence what is going on in that present day. Now, in your career, you can think about stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. it, it's going to mold you. 
But when it comes to your marriage or your relationship, you literally have to wake up every day. You choose every day to be a new day. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And that's why when we always sit here and question how do these people be together for forever. Granted, one, because a lot of people back then didn't have the same opportunities and resources that people have now. But they didn't give up because they knew they loved this person and they knew that bad day was just for that bad day. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times what we do is when we're mad with somebody, we purposely go out of our way to continue to piss this person off until we feel like we proved the point. But then you get to a point where now this is too much. Y'all both mad. Y'all don't know what y'all mad for. And now y'all go break up because y'all just can't seem to find the common ground on where the issue started or if, it is, if the issue even matters at this point. Right. And it's just interesting to see how your dynamics change once that relationship status changes. Mm. I was just talking to somebody about titles today. Like, are titles important? Yes. Because titles, to me, define the boundaries and define the strength of your relationship. It's not about, it's not about like, oh, you're my boyfriend, and I can tell people you're my boyfriend, and the guy's like, no, you're my boyfriend, so these are the responsibilities that you have now. Or you're my husband, or you're my wife, and these are the responsibilities that I have now for you. These are the goals that I have for us. Like, this is where I see our life going. So... Yeah, they do. It's it's funny how, and it's funny how fast, like, once you become, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or husband and wife, it's funny how fast your um, requirements of the other person change. Because I've been watching Married at First Sight, and those people, it's so funny how as soon as they get married, they change immediately. Even though, you know, they're strangers getting married, like, it's still like, boom immediate change as soon as they're married and their family dynamic like some people are really close to their mom and it's like you know my mom always tells me like you can't tell me everything like you can't tell me if you and your husband get into a fight because you may be able to forgive him but then it may be something I can never forgive and so now I'm looking at him crazy because now I can't forgive him and you already did so she was like, it's certain things, like, even though I'm your mom, that you have to keep to yourself in your marriage. Because at the end of the day, I love you the most. Even though, you know, your husband, that's your ride or die or whatever, whatever, blah, blah your wife or blah, blah, whatever. Your mom is, is usually your first love. Your parents, whoever, is usually your first love. So they're going to love you deeper than anybody else because they're the most connected to you. Y'all share blood. Like, y'all share DNA. Like... And so it's, it's different boundaries that you do have to have and you have to make even with your family. Like if you're the type of person who maybe you talk to your parents every day, like I talk to my mom every day, you talk to your mom every day. But, you know, when you talk to them, it might be certain things you can't talk about. And that might be hard in the beginning, but you have to set those boundaries. Or even your friends, like I tell Derek mostly everything, but I know whenever I start like, you know, getting into a relationship, then it's like, damn, I can't tell him everything. And even though he's married and he tells me a lot of stuff, he doesn't tell me everything because I'm his family, period. And <laughs> you have to respect those boundaries with your family members because of your marriage. 
Because when you don't, that's when you end up having people. Like, I don't know if you watched Married in Huntsville, whatever that show is called. But Letitia and her mom don't have boundaries. And that's why her marriage has problems and her friendships have problems. Because her mom is involved in all of her relationships. Her mom's involved in her friendships. Her mom's involved in her marriage. Her mom's involved in her work. Her mom's involved in everything. And that causes problems because she always takes up for her mom and she never holds her mom accountable even though her mom oversteps her boundaries in all of her relationships. Right. Mm. I... Go ahead. I will say... That not only do you have to worry about parents stepping over bound, like, you know, disrespecting the boundaries of your relationship, siblings like to overstep their boundaries as well. Ooh, yes. Um, I'm not going to talk about any specific events. I'm just, okay. know, I'm going to move on from that. Yeah. But I feel like you have to. Get to a point where you say, okay, what is my spouse telling me versus what my sibling is telling me? Mm. And not say that you don't trust your sibling, not saying you don't believe in them, but your main focus should be your household. Not what's going on with your sibling, not what's going on with your parent, not what's going on with your cousin. It should be your household. Yeah. And. <sighs> What's saying? I just, you know, I've had some experiences throughout our relationship and I, I, it bothered me for a while and I, I told him, but he had to learn to see that for himself. And it's just like, I'm telling you these things because I'm the person on the outside looking in. I see the things that you can't see. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you what I see to help you see clearly. I'm mm-hmm. not telling you this because I don't like your siblings. I'm not telling you this because I feel like you shouldn't do for them. But I'm telling you what I see. Yeah. And I'm telling you how I feel about a certain situation because not only is it affecting your dynamics with them, their dynamics with me, but it's also affecting our dynamic. Hmm. And I, I feel like your household should be the most important thing, not somebody else's. And, you know, something like no one ever prepares anybody for marriage. It's literally you have Listen, to figure that shit out by yourself. I don't care how many books it is. Everybody's You can different. read a book. You can talk to your parents. You can talk to elders. No one prepares you for your specific dynamics in your own relationship. Yeah. No one tells you how to deal with losing friendships because you're married. No one tells you how to have those tough conversations before you get married. That way you guys know what you want and you can make those decisions then. And it's like a lot of the tough conversations, Moses and I never had those until after we got married. Mm. So once again, we constantly had to learn each other as a person. We talked about kids. I gave myself an age limit. I'm like, listen, baby, but the time I turn 32, let's put it, because I ain't trying to be 60 years old 
going to my high school, my child's high school graduation. Like, no, that's not what I want to do. And, but he wants to wait until he's done with law school. And it's just like things that you have to talk about beforehand so you can understand, like, is this what I want to do? Is this what I want to wait for? And then there's also that level of compromise. And you can't, Mm. how do I put it? You can compromise. Okay. But you shouldn't compromise to the point that you gave up everything that you wanted. True. You win some, you lose some. That's the whole goal of compromise. You shouldn't take L's after L's after L's after L's after L's for the benefit of somebody else. Because now you're not being true to yourself. And now you're not looking out for your own feelings and for your mental stability. You're literally catering to someone else's whims and pleasures because you want to keep them in this relationship but now you're not being fed in your own relationship mm-hmm. Ooh, talk about being and, fed in your relationship we might have to do another podcast for this. and it goes along with that whole 80 20 thing like when you're not being fed oh 80 and you ooh. don't feel like you're getting what you get that 20 percent gonna look Friend. real good oh we gotta we're gonna have to y'all we're gonna have to <laughs> We're going to have to put a button into this week's post because that 80-20 deserves its own. It deserves its own. It's just... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I ain't going to say nothing else. Because 80-20 <laughs> definitely... Make sure y'all tune in next week because 80-20, we definitely need to talk about that. Because we can break that down financially, physically, emotionally, like sexually, yeah. like... We'll have like some spiritually, guests for you like guys next week. Yes, we will because listen, eighty twenty. Please be on the lookout. Thank y'all for listening to tonight's episode. We hope that speaking about other people's marriages and our own relationships gives everybody some insight on how they think about moving forward with their family relationships in their marriages. You know, make whatever decision is best for you, whether you want them to be involved, not involved, whatever is best for your relationship, do that. Whatever is best for you at the end of the day, do that. As long as you can wake up every morning and you're happy. And be confident in your relationship. Exactly. And just make sure that the person that you're willing to risk it all for is willing to risk it all for you. Yes. That's all I'll say is make sure the person who you're going to risk it all for now, because if you're going to cut off grandma with the check, (laughs) make sure they're going to risk it all for you, okay? My granny with the Listen, because Christine ain't going nowhere yet. Hear me? (laughs) I don't. Christine don't. Now, that might be the one. Christine don't like you. Baby, you might as well just go on and wrap it up in the to-go bag and go on back home, honey, because I ain't cutting off Christine for no man. No woman, child. Nobody. <laughs> but we thank y'all for listening to Sincerely and Ray. Make sure y'all tune in next week to that juicy 820. We might go live. We might go live. You, you, y'all, might, y'all, might y'all might even see these set it off great. You never know. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.